Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Good Monday morning to you. It is a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. All proudly brought to you by BetMGM. It's Gil Alexander, Kelly Bidlin in the hizzy as well, producer number nine. So much more than a producer. Good morning, Kelly. Hey, how are we doing? Uh, we're doing very well. Uh, we've got to go over everything that happened this weekend. My goodness. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> How, it didn't sound like it. Didn't sound like it went so well. Well, it just it felt like one of those weekends where it was pay per view football. You know what I mean? I had to like pay for entertainment. That that's kind of what it was yeah. betting wise. But yeah. you know, it was very entertaining. It was. Um, it was choppy with the betting for sure. We got to go through everything. We'll do everything hour number two with Chrissy in terms of a guessing lines type of structure. We will do that hour number two. Um, we will also talk about the game tonight, obviously, between Dallas and Tampa Bay, the final spot remaining to be filled in the division round next week. Um, every matchup but one determined. Who will travel to San Francisco? Will it be the Cowboys? Will it be the Bucks? Cowboys favored by 2.5 tonight, 45.5. We'll talk about that. 45.5 is the total. We'll talk about that game coming up as well. Uh, have some Australian Open picks, the rare Australian Open morning, where I actually have a couple picks, one and two to start things off Last night, very squirrely on the men's side. Uh, we'll do that as well. And bets that uh, we added this weekend, NFL, tennis, NBA, everything that we have mentioned on the show. So nothing will be out of the blue if you've been paying attention, actually followed up on these bets in, in multiple sports. Um, yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah. But some of, some of them we finally bet. Some of them we finally, <laughs> so that's the thing with the show, right? Like we... There's oftentimes bets that we have available to us that we recommend, and then after the show, we're like, oh, yeah, i got to make that bet. Uh, we try not to bet them before we announce them on the show. But then there's a lot that we can't even bet because they're in a different jurisdiction, at DraftKings, at Fandle, somewhere else that is not here in Nevada. Um, but these are all ones that we talked about. These are all ones that we followed up on. Um, two things. One, happy Martin Luther King birthday day to you, uh, Kelly Bidlin. When I was a kid, yeah. this was a very big deal where I grew up in Washington, D.C., uh, when the uh, drive came to make it a holiday, um, then for most of, I guess, my adult life, it was like, you, if you worked for a corporation, they're like, you can have this or you can have President's Day. One or the other. You get a choice, though. Can't have them both. It turned into that. Uh, but musical recommendation, King Dream Chorus, for anybody who wants to see this. It was sort of like a We Are the World for Martin Luther King Day. Oh, okay. With all kinds of R&B acts. Whitney Houston, Elder Barge, New Edition, Menudo was in there as well. Fat Boys. It's great. King Dream Chorus. Tell them I sent you. 
I want to see my name there on YouTube. <laughs> Gil Alexander <laughs> sent me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to YouTube it, and then I'll put on the comments, Gil sent me. Okay, so here's the thing. To, before we, We're going to get into all the details of these games, hour number two, and we'll, we'll, get, we'll inevitably get to some here. But the two big sort of macro things for me, one, I have somewhat famously described NFL betting as Plinko, preflop ATS betting as, as likening it to the Price is Right game Plinko in terms of where the chip falls at the end and whether you win the bet or not ATS. This was, we, we have now gotten to the point where, forget the Plinko part, it doesn't matter where the, it doesn't matter what the score is in any particular game. You never know how this is going to go at any given moment. Every one of these games, let's start chronologically, Seattle, San Francisco, Seattle up at the half, and then San Francisco completely rolls them. So whatever you thought was the case at the half, completely different by the end of the game. Jacksonville, need, need we say, Jacksonville, the third largest comeback in NFL playoff history, the fifth largest comeback, period, in NFL history. Talk about something we didn't know what was happening midway through the game, 27 to nothing Chargers, the Jaguars famously coming back 31 to 30. What about the Bills and the Dolphins? The Dolphins led in the second half. Probably should have had a chance to win that one. But, I mean, it was Bills 17, what was it, 17 to nothing in the Bills game, was it? I'm trying to think what they what they were up. Yes, yeah, 17 yeah. to nothing. Yep. 17 to 17 at the half. So again, another huge lead that just meant nothing in the end. Giants Vikings was like a tennis match. That was the that was the one exception. And then last night, I mean, I don't even know how that game ended up as it did, which we'll get to the details yeah. of. <laughs> so I was very fortunate with the push. Very fortunate on that. Very fortunate push. I was thinking my sides were 1-0-1. It was the other shenanigans I did that all so I kind of lost. Oh, no, I did the Chargers, too, so that was a loss. 1-1-1, one, one one, pardon me. Yeah, Chargers hurt. <clears throat> I, took a, I took a beating betting the Bills live several times. Here's, oh, we'll get into all that. But here's the other big macro thing. The number of just absolutely unconscionable mistakes in all of these games. So it would be incredible. Seattle-San Francisco, not so much. But after that. First of all, the Brandon Staley saga. Has it finally come to an end? And let me just say again, last year, last season, boy, did we want Brandon Staley, did I want Brandon Staley to be a great coach. Matt Brown and I are similar on this. But I'll tell you what we didn't do, Kelly. Never once said one good thing about him this year. Oh, man. I, I mean, this is this, after everything in Week 18, that guy better not be on the team plane. You kidding me? Sean, I mean, look, Sean Payton should be the coach of this team by sundown. That's how it should be. Now, we'll go with the Spanos family. We don't know. But Sean Payton, so clearly, this would be the job that he would probably covet, and this would be the job that he could have if Spanos decides to make a move. But now the Brandon Staley thing, yes, the Mike Williams, playing all your players in Week 18, which we talked about endlessly last week. What are you doing with your seed locked up? Mike Williams gets hurt. Mike Williams, by the way, wouldn't have been available this coming week. That's how bad of a gaffe that ended up being. And it was worse than Mike McCarthy, who technically had something to play for last week with Dallas, at least for a little bit. And it was worse than what Tampa Bay did playing Tom Brady for less than a half. This was its own thing where Justin Herbert didn't come out of the lineup till 11-plus minutes left in the game last week. And then yesterday. I mean, or excuse me, Saturday. I mean, what can you say? It's 27 to nothing. And yet all we were texting each other was, this is going to, everybody knows this is going to happen, right? Oh, it's totally going to happen. It's going to be the most chargery thing ever. It's totally going to happen. They're going to blow it. And there were so many things. 
I mean, we might as well talk about some of them right now. When they were up 27 to nothing, there, there are points in this game where you don't even remember. When it was 27 to nothing, and this is a great tweet from Shoebox at JJSS64, probably won't matter in this game, was the tweet at the time. But Staley going jet sweep on third and inches with three minutes to go in the half up 27 to nothing is amazingly bad. Jags went right down the field after the 13-yard loss and made it 27 to 7 at the half. That's a play that people won't even remember. Yep. That was a play call, not Brandon Staley's defensive guy, but that's a play that people won't remember. And then there's so much more in that game, which we'll get into, but it's it's the it's the fourth and three, right? It was the it was the Doug Peterson, like Al Michaels and Tony Dungy, who were so poor on this broadcast. <laughs> they really were. And I and I was texting Felika and Will Hill the whole time. I'm like, first of all, it's not only Al Michaels and Tony Dungy. I'm like, where's the graphics department? Because while it was happening, I was like, wait a minute. Isn't this going to be the second biggest playoff comeback of all time? I was wrong. It was third biggest. But I was like, where's the graphic to give this context? It finally came with three minutes left in the game. Oh, this would be the third biggest comeback in playoff history. So there was that. And then the fact when it was the the key fourth and three, when it was 30 to 20, I believe, at the time, and... Doug Peterson, Al Michaels and Tony Dungy, Al Michaels finally recognized, yes, this is a big decision being made by Doug Peterson. Should they make it third and 13 or should they let it be fourth and three? And they, they said, oh, third and 13, it would still probably be a field goal attempt. What they didn't seize on was that Brandon Staley should have gone for it yeah. on fourth and three. And here is the biggest, by the way, there's another thing that happened later in this game. By the way, of course, the missed field goal. You know what happens later. Jacksonville goes down the field, 30-26, to 26, and then Joey Bosa gets held by Jamal Taylor. Also a false start by Jamal Taylor. Neither gets called. Joey Bosa throws a tantrum, slams his helmet down. You know what Brandon Staley does? He, gives, he picks up the helmet and gives it back to Bosa, <laughs> who proceeds to spike it again. <laughs> Let me ask you a question, Kelly. Do you think George Hallis would do that? That stuff was ridiculous with the false start stuff. Do you think Bill Parcells would do that? Do you think he'd hand the helmet back to Joey Bosa? Brandon Staley did. Guy's a joke. That that, that false start stuff was happening all game, though. Like, like, I, I it's an epidemic. Understa- I didn't understand that. I feel like I've seen games this year where it's happened throughout the entire game and they don't call it. We've talked about it on a numbers game for years where every ran- there'd be random games where the right tackle would be like, the right yes. tackle false starts every play. Like, Bosa was right. Bosa was right. That was happening all game. He was right. But I believe in kindergarten, what they told you was two wrongs don't make a right. He jacked it up. He gave them both a one instead on the two-point conversion. Half the distance to the goal line. And Jacksonville appropriately went for two. And Trevor Lawrence did the wave thing. The Drew Brees wave over the plane of the end zone. And so the field goal was to win instead of tie. Subsequently. And this is, I just want to say this about Brandon Staley. Because I wanted to get to the other games, to all the gaffes in those games, right? Which we'll get to. But we're talking, you know, in, in what case we're talking? We're talking about the, all the Dolphins' errors with the play clock. All of the, you know, Kirk Cousins passing the ball three yards downfield when you need fourth and eight. What was that? The Ravens mismanaging the clock at the end of that game, getting way too cute with the clock. But the Brandon Staley thing, and this is just as boys and girls, is a lesson for all walks of life. If you are going to succeed and fail in life, do it your way. Kelly, you know, Jim Rome for 30 years was like the gold standard of sports talk radio. Do you know what young Gil would never be? Jim Rome, right? Wouldn't want to be, wouldn't try to be. 
I was going to, you, you're going to fail or succeed doing it your way. Be yourself. Brandon Staley's ultimate crime is that the Brandon Staley of last year, 2021, would have gone for that fourth and three. Mm. He ends up failing and probably is going to get fired because he, for whatever reason, acquiesced to the pressure around him to do things not the way he naturally would do things. That's a brutal pill to swallow, that you failed doing it not to your constitution. That is the most chargery of charger things ever would happen on Saturday. Anyway, those are the two big things, Kelly. Didn't mean to cut you off there and rant. Apologies. No, no, it's good. You can't bring that guy back, though. He's done. You can't. He's toast. You can't. Are you kidding me? Uh, For what happened the past two weeks? No. uh, I wanted to love him, so. Yeah. All right, we'll come back. Let's talk about uh, the Cowboys and the Bucks on the other side. We'll get into more of the wild card details coming up as well with Guessing Lines and Chrissy. It's a numbers game at Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a -a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM with all your favorite wagering options, along with in game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today. Stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state issued ID to open an account. Start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state of the art technology and fan friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call one 800 522 Skill Alexander, Kelly Bidlin here. 
Uh, Friday, we talked about how it was uh, ladies in for free because it was so hot in here that we'd have to do this shirt, uh, the show shirtless. We back, baby. We back. <laughs> we back at 86 degrees. It's getting kind of humid <laughs> in here. And today added uh, a dash of uh, burnt wire smell. Yeah, right. Yes, yes, yes. There is a uh, a a a a. A smell of toxic fumes in here, perhaps. Who knows? Try to smoke us out. If we're ju- if we're just rambling by the end of the show, th- th- <laughs> that's we're right. high on burnt uh, wire. That's yeah, what. That's right. A laughing matter for now, as they say. They'll play this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They'll play yeah. this back. They'll be like, "Look at these <laughs> these guys joking." <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, yeah, I'm joking about us rambling. If we're yeah. if Gil and I are passed out on the floor, <laughs> uh, we get tweets at beating the book. This is, uh, let's see, Light is, uh, is MX or Light is MX is love, yeah, me, sure love me some Gil talking Spanish to start uh, to start the week. Oh, well, cause, <laughs> that's because I was talking about the King Dream course. Instead of saying <laughs> menudo, like, I, instead of saying menudo, I, I purposely said menudo. <laughs> uh, I think that's what he's talking about. The Truth 1980. You're spot on with the big calls and misses in the Chargers game, but I'm, am I the only one who thought there was clearly holding on the edge when Etienne made that big run on fourth and one, that call made it uh, would have made it fourth and eleven, and then the game is down to one play. Oh, the refs have so much power. I did not notice that myself. I was going to say I don't know yeah. that I noticed that, but I also didn't rewatch that play that many times. It just looked like a great play call to me. Mark Geiger, in-house attorney, numbers game. Some of my corporate clients are open, and their emails and phone calls to my office will go unanswered today. Uh, we are with a we are closed message. It is a very important day. Many people died for the right to vote, uh, live where they want, and economic opportunity. MLK's influence cannot be overstated. Thank you, Mark Geiger. You're absolutely right. Yep. And I just want to say that again. When I was a kid, this was not a national holiday. And uh, I don't know if you know Stevie Wonder's song, Happy Birthday. Of course you do, Kelly, right? You, you know Stevie Wonder's Happy Birthday. That was mm-hmm. based on the the uh, groundswell to make Martin Luther King's uh, birthday a national holiday. Mark, your words are appreciated. This is a Martin Bands. The Chalky McChalkerson ML parlay of Niners, Bills, and Bengals got the, uh, gets their courtesy of a 98-yard return fumble touchdown by a D lineman. Who that was close. <laughs> Martin, <Yeah. laughs> you ain't kidding. I, th- th- you ain't kidding. Well, again, we'll get to it with Chrissy, but because I don't even know how I feel about the Bengals, especially without those offensive linemen. Three down, three offensive linemen. Nemesis Enforcer. Man, was just asking my wifey to find King Holiday on YouTube. And this one, this is Nucky Charleston. Can we acknowledge the fact that Al Michaels clearly had the Chargers money line and therefore had no juice during the comeback? So again, let, let me just harp on that for one second, because I said this last segment. I was texting... My buddies, during that game, while the comeback was happening, 27 to 7, 27 to 14, uh, 30 to 20, 30 to 28. The whole time I'm like, where is the graphics department? This is like a this is a historical comeback. We're finally with three minutes left when it's 30 to 28. They finally put it up. Oh, this will be the third biggest comeback in playoff history. This is from our buddy Adam Chernoff, um, of course, who uh is uh one of the great handicappers of the NFL. This is the final call when when Riley Patterson puts in the game-winning field goal in the final seconds. He went back and transcribed Al Michaels' play-by-play. At that point, I didn't have the audio on, by the way. I was flipping back before between NBA games, so oh. I didn't hear this. So this is the play-by-play call for the winning play and moment of that all-time playoff comeback was, quote, here we go for the win. Got it. But there's a flag down. There's a flag down. Wait a minute. There's a flag. There's a flag <laughs> called on the defense. <laughs> it's so great that he went back and transcribed it. 
like, right. so just to, just yeah. to, like, again, I didn't hear that call. I was going back and forth on volume. I turned it up afterward, obviously. But all I'm thinking is, I was laughing when you were sending these these tweets over to me because I'm sitting there watching. I think I had an NBA game on volume <laughs> up, and I had that game on volume down. It was very obvious to me that they were because they were celebrating Gil that it was going to be on the defense. So I never really thought twice, you know, twice about it. It ruined the experience of the. It, it didn't ruin it. It diminished the experience of the whole game. It really did. And here's Dan Wolken. We really just watched an NFL team come back from a 27 to nothing deficit in a playoff game and a national network broadcast team treat it like a Wednesday afternoon game of bocce ball at the retirement home. Hey, first of all, don't knock They bo- both did. Stand. Don't knock bocce ball. Let's just point that out. I mean, I, I don't know about you, but as soon as soon as it as soon as that game started, I was like, this is the broadcast team we have for this game. The fact that Dungy was in there. Yeah, to yeah and then like yeah. two minutes into it, I'm like, oh my God, Tony Dungy, I love you. I bet you're the nicest guy on the planet, but you are so boring. Here's how bad that broadcast was, that I felt like yesterday, every play-by-play announcer was overdoing <laughs> it. I swear. You're like, calm down, Gus Johnson, on every game. Kevin Barnett <laughs> was doing a Gus Johnson imitation in the Vikings-Giants game. He was like, whoop, no, nothing. Every play. Because oh, he's like, funny. I'm not going to go down like Al Michaels did. Anyway, we have the th- we have the three three of the four matchups for the division round, um, and we'll do the guessing line segment again. Hour number two, but it is uh, the number four seeded. We're talking AFC now. The number four seeded Jaguars will uh, play at Kansas City to kick off the division round on Saturday. That'll be a one thirty Pacific start, four thirty Eastern. And then the Giants at the Eagles in the late night Saturday start. The uh, 6-1 game, Giants getting in as a sixth seed to take on the Eagles, who are coming off the bye. Chiefs obviously coming off the bye as well. And then Sunday, the Bengals at the Bills, <clears throat> probably the marquee matchup of next week, most would say, 3-2, three, uh, three seed, number two seed in the AFC. And then the, the night cap on Sunday, or really the second game on Sunday, because really it's staggered later on Saturday. So really the second of the two games on Sunday is going to be the winner of tonight's game at San Francisco. Already the winner of tonight's game has a disadvantage, which should be pointed out. You're playing on a Monday night, and the Niners played on Saturday. Yeah. yeah. So enjoy that. I was thinking about that last night when I saw the times. I was like, was this always planned this way? Yeah, I mean. I mean, I guess it was, right? And then I don't, I think you need to. Remember when I was complaining about my uncle Scott the other uh, the other day? Oh, your uncle Scott te- sure. texting me for 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 about a half an hour, wondering why there was a Monday night playoff game. I kind of get it now a little bit. Well, you get it because you think it's like on purpose, kind of thing. Well, Seriously. no, no, like this is a massive advantage. Well, How is that oh, not a big advantage? It is, but remember, if Minnesota as a three seed had taken down the Giants as a six seed, this would not have happened, right? Right. It wouldn't. Yeah, let's put it still, this. Though. Let's put it this way. It wouldn't have. Yeah, I mean, it still would have, right? Because the Eagles would have had a, you know, two weeks. Anyway, they couldn't avoid this. Apparently, no matter how they rejiggered it, somebody, <laughs> somebody was going to get scred. And yeah, I guess, and it, I guess you're right. But and, I don't. And here's it's going to be either Tampa Bay or Dallas. Now, here's the thing, Kelly and I. We don't have any pre-flop bets on this game, correct? Am I? I don't want to. Still don't. You. Still don't. I, I got opinions. I mean, I mean for sure. I mean, I think you and I are in the are in the same camp of look. We we. We have not been on this Bucks team all year all year long. Yep. Yet all year long, we've seemingly been off on the line that that both you've guessed every Monday on guessing lines, mm-hmm. and 
that I've been off of when I've looked at open and lines. And by off, you mean correctly so most of the time. Yes, correctly yes. so most of the time. Mm-hmm. However, what I'll say is that this is what this line feels to me like what it should be. Me too. I, I agree. was expecting to see a Bucks one, Bucks one and a half, and maybe be in on a bet on this game. But two and a half, three towards the Cowboys feels like what the line should be to me. Let me just roll through some things again. I, I've said this many times. I said it a lot last week. I, I believe Tampa Bay is the most divisive team in terms of provoking opinions of any team I ever remember heading yep. into the playoffs. There are those of us who think they stink, even though, as Kelly said, they might win this week. And there are those who just continue to think that the, the, the muscle memory of the Tom Brady stuff is going to manifest. Could it tonight? Sure. Beyond... I don't believe so, but here's DVOA. We're talking about football outsiders, Aaron Schatz. Dallas 6th, Tampa Bay 17th overall. Dallas number 2 in defensive DVOA. The Bucks 31st in special teams DVOA. By the way, none of this is designed to lead you to one bet. It's all very it was choppy. It out for you. Just choppy information. Yep. Vikings, remember, by DVOA, were, were not the only team with negative DVOA to make the playoffs, even though Vikings were the most historically... Uh, Interesting, they had the largest difference in modern NFL history between their uh, Pythag projection, the Pythagorean projection based on points scored and allowed and actual wins, as Aaron told us last week. But remember the other two teams that were slightly negative DVOA, the Chargers, who are bounced as well as the Vikings, and Tampa Bay. Uh, now, Ryan Jensen back tonight for the Bucks. Ryan the Jensen center. back, that which is, is huge. Yeah. Here's another one. Dallas led the league with a 64% fumble recovery rate, not including muffed kicks and punts. So they got stupid good luck on fumble recovery. That was highlighted by recovering 16 of 25 fumbles on defense. Who had the worst? Tennessee, Cleveland, the Jets, and Tampa had the worst fumble recovery luck, with each team falling between a 38% and 39% recovery rate. Throw that into the mix. Because that admittedly could be something that our brains didn't process when we watched both of these teams. Despite everything we saw this weekend, Gil, I still think there's the widest range of outcomes in this game. <laughs> Except, do you think the Bucks could blow them out, or is that the only outcome you don't see? I think that would be the most odd, but I still, yeah. could, I still think it could happen. Some bets we made this weekend, including some basketball ones. On the other side, Numbers Game, Visa, the Sports Betting Network. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for a betting edge on football's big game, the VSIN experts have got you covered. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of only $9.99. That's $9.99. VSIN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits that let you see where the money and bets are moving every game. Deep dive betting reports. VSIN betting guides for the biggest games of the season where our experts break down brackets, best bets, and all the big game props. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Visit VSIN.com slash subscribe today. Day to sign up for only $9.99 and become part of the Sports Betting Network. That's VSIN.com slash subscribe. Skill Alexander, it's Kelly Bidlin. You know, screen's on in here, Kelly, just ruminating. And uh, Drew Barrymore came on the screen, and I just want to say, I, I, I am so... Is there a celebrity you can be more perplexed by their fame than that of Drew Barrymore? Like, it's come this far. Oh, I, I mean, I, I, there's a lot that I'm perplexed by their fame, but she's uh, she's had quite a ride. She's... What a run. What a run. She's got her own show now, I believe. She only wears autumn colors. I don't really get it. There's there's yellows and oranges and oh, reds. Well, you're more versed on the subject than I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She, it always looks like the leaves are falling uh, for, for her show. <laughs> <laughs> it's, always on, it's always on downstairs, like on mute. Do a second. I get distracted by it. <laughs> we get tweets of beating the book. A Brown at ALB underscore ATC. DraftKings in Maryland. That's DraftKings in Maryland. Maryland? 
ran a promo that awarded a, a win to Ravens money line bets plus three fifty. If at any point during the game they went up by seven points, in my head I was cashing my ticket with the ball on the Cincinnati wanted a tie game and then Planko. Oh. Yeah, sorry, but not that sorry. <laughs> totally. <laughs> totally. <laughs> After what happened in that, I char- needed that one. <laughs> after what happened in that Chargers game or in Kelly's Buffalo Bills in games, yeah, Kevin Thompson. Everything seems to point to Dallas when it comes to metrics. That said, my my crew has a rule: never bet on the Cowboys in the playoffs. I'm staying away from the preflop. Uh, let's see, Tim Thompson. For those who were too young or don't remember, there's a sports angle to MLK Day. Uh, the state of Arizona. That's correct. Lost hosting a Super Bowl in the early '90s for not recognizing the holiday. Thank you for that. Appreciate that very much. Um, all right. So a couple other things, by the way. It's always awkward on the on the wild card in the division round because we have Chrissy coming in hour two, and we want to sort of, like, save a lot of the details for that. But some of the Brandon Staley stuff also. You know how many plays the Chargers ran in the second half as opposed to passed? Seven of 29 by design. Were runs. Oh, my gosh. Hey, how many times do we have to go through this? With With one of the best running backs in the league. Got it. That, that was, guy, I, I know he catches the ball a lot, but that guy scored more touchdowns than anybody yeah. else in the league for the second year in a row. Oh my God! There, there's how is he still? How is he still have a job? And I'm usually not that guy. Like I'm not out for blood, right? But like, I mean, what are we doing? Well, the week 18 thing is malpractice. The week 18 thing is because if he got fired just for that, I'd be okay. Yes, you, you are. You always say the only thing that matters is winning Super Bowls. That's the only thing that matters. You had nothing to play for. I mean, we go on about it. We have already. But it's just, it's, it's incredible. He, he hurts my brain. And I, I don't know if. Uh, <laughs> it hurts my you, brain. You know, like you brought it up in the first segment of the, you know, like it's such a Chargers thing to do. It's I, the pinnacle of it. Like I get, I get these games can be crazy, right? And that's, that's what we love about the NFL and it can get wacky. And that was, it was great watching it the entire weekend. This should never happen. Should never like, happen. Should never happen. Run the ball more than seven times. Like you're a defensive guy. Defense, step up and play a little bit. It's, I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, there again. We, you know, it's the theme of the show. Theme at the beginning of the show. But it's like, and Fred, Chris, you'll have to forgive me if I go through some of this stuff. But the the Ravens on that final drive yesterday, right? So with. Because the Staley, Staley thing is almost too easy, right? So the Ravens are down after that unbelievable 98-yard change-the-game fumble recovery for a touchdown. <laughs> the, the Drew Brees pl- wave over the plane that didn't go well. And by the way, Chris Collinsworth was spot on about that. Yes. If you're going to put the backs behind there, you do one or two. You either do the push from the butt cheeks up, right? That's what Todd talked about on the, on the Megapod. You get to the Tuchus and you push him in. Right, which never fails, except for that one time with Gardner Minshew, or you spread them out so the linebackers have to go with them. Yeah, it sounds like. Uh, but I, you, but you, you got to do one of those two things. I listened to Harbaugh after the game. He wasn't. Uh, <laughs> he didn't sound thrilled with the with the choice by Huntley to go over the top. Oh, uh, can we talk about Jim Harbaugh for a second? John. The, John. John. I'm sorry, yeah. John Harbaugh. We can talk about Jim another time. <laughs> John Harbaugh. You see the first quarter interview with Melissa oh, Stark? Yeah. All right, if we if we want to get like you know page six on the NFL real quick, what is going on, Gil? What is going on with the Baltimore Ravens and Lamar Jackson? Oh. There is a story here that I cannot wait to hear Listen, the full story. Of. The fact that he didn't travel, the yes. ultimate red flag, right? Why was John Harbaugh 
uh, PO'd from the from the start of the game. From the start of the game. Melissa Stark, who had the audacity, audacity. to ask actual meaningful questions. And John Harbaugh was like, let's see how this plays out, huh? I've never seen him like that before. Dude. Are you all right? I've never seen him like that before. And then you've got, and then there was, look, there was, there was some post-game comments from players about Lamar Jackson. J.K. Dobbins said they would have won with okay, Lamar Jackson. The Dobbins one, though, I read this morning yeah. how there it was kind of a misquote because he was led into the question. Mm. Basically, the question he was asked: Did you would do you think it would be different result if Lamar was out there tonight? And he was like, "Well, if Lamar was here, yeah, I think we'd have a better chance of winning." <laughs> just so set, like that, that set him up for it. Yeah, that quote's kind of getting blown out of. But there was multiple of them, Gil. There was multiple players that talked about Lamar not being there and made it seem like, I mean, I, again, we're going full page six. I might be reading way too into this. It made it seem like there were some players siding with Lamar in that locker room. Because here's the thing. With the the Lamar injury, we forget now, but for those five weeks or at least the first three or four that he was out, remember it was a little subterfuge like, yes. like we didn't really know what the injury was. And then this past week, he comes out and says it's a PCL strain, grade two, grade three, whatever he said. Not the team. He did. Yes. And so I wonder if they got pissed about that or if it, or, and it could be all these things, or if his deal finally at the end was like, I didn't get a contract. I am not risking anything. And if that's the case, you have people like RG3 who remembers his time in Washington. He's like, he's doing the right thing because look what happened to me. But I will tell you this, as an organization or as a, as a fan base, if, if that's the story, if Lamar Jackson sat out because he was protecting his injury, he's gone. Yeah. He's gone. If that's, if, if that's the case, and that's why everybody... By the way, just let me get back to the point about the Ravens at the end. Two minutes left in the game, they get, they get really cute. You know, they get that first down on fourth down at the two-minute warning. They yeah. didn't run their next play till the 125 mark, first and 10 at the 33. So I get it. You're trying to, like, not allow the Bengals to have any clock left, clock left once you score. And then they get a legal use of the hands penalty on Cincinnati. So it's first and 10 at the Cincinnati 28 with 117 left. They didn't run the next play till 34 seconds. Yeah, it's... The only problem with that strategy is if you take a sack or you get a penalty, you're toast, and that's what happened. So it's funny. I was thinking about it at the same time, and my fir- my first reaction was, these guys are handling the clock perfectly. And then I started thinking about it more, and I'm like, it's too much. I'm like, this is too much with yeah. Tyler Huntley at quarterback. That, right? You have an point. inexperienced quarterback. Great point. Back there with horrible Gruber wide receivers. With hor- and you're asking yes. him to do. Look, look, that is perfect clock management if you do everything right. And you, like you just said, you can't have the many, one mistake. There's too yeah. many things that can happen, and especially with a guy back there with lack of experience. That's what happened. It's like they checkmated themselves on that. Yes. Yeah. Right, here are the bets. I, I sent these to Kelly on Saturday again. These are all bets that we talked about already on the show. Uh, we talked about the Super Bowl MVP. I added George Kittle at 80 to 1, only because we didn't have higher than that um, here in town. I added Christian McCaffrey at 18 to 1. I am so all in on the Niners, it's not even funny. And I have the futures bets, NFC and, and the Super Bowl on the Niners. Um, I am very pumped about having those. By the way, they're still available. You can get George Kittle at DraftKings for at 150 to 1. That's silly. Um, I might add that too. I added, I added uh, Taylor Fritz as we talked about the Australian Open, which we're going to talk about here momentarily, uh, quarter to win the uh, quarter four on the men's side, plus 250, which we talked about. And basketball, we talked about Jordan Poole. As the sixth man of the year, I didn't get the five to one, but I got the plus 380. So I got all those in pocket. We talked about all those bets on the show.
Yeah, we did. We did. Uh, why don't you go through your, your tennis bets here, and we'll, uh, we'll hit NBA a little bit more. Why on don't we do side. that? Uh, so usually during the Australian Open, I won't have my tennis bets on the morning because the way that the schedule is, the the, the time zone difference, where those when those matches are played, it's in the middle of the night primarily, and so. I will do my handicapping after the show for that night's events. But this morning, because it was the weekend and I was watching football all weekend and obviously it's the beginning of the tournament, I do have my two plays for tonight. One is a favorite on the men's side. One is a dog on the women's side. On the men's side, I'm taking Richard Gasquet. Bet Richard Gasquet at minus 135 against his French compatriot, Hugo Humbert. It's the veteran Gasquet, Richard Gasquet in English, uh, the veteran Gasquet against Hugo Humbert, who at one point was a really, really good young player and probably still is, but has not been playing as much. So I don't think Gasquet can make a deep run into this tournament, but I think he gets a bye here. He's more in form, having won a tournament last week, which, by the way, could be argued is not a good thing for him if if uh, it uh, took away from his uh, energy. But I, but I like Gasquet by the numbers minus 135. And then Danka Kovinic, plus 185. I've got her against the American Lauren Davis. Kovinich beat Davis just a couple, uh, what was I say, about a week ago. Her numbers are good, and Kovinich's nails. There is no world in which she should be plus 185 in this match against Lauren Davis. So it's Gasquet and Kovinich, your two tennis plays of the night in the Australian Open. NBA MLK Day with Kelly next. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other, as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. 
a numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. Football fans can turn a loss into a win with the king of sportsbooks. Just place a single first touchdown score prop bet on any Monday or Thursday night pro football game. And if your bet loses, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. This offer is available all season long. Wager confidently and take your game to the next level with BetMGM. Just log into your account or download the BetMGM app and sign up today. Then wager on any player to score the first touchdown in any Monday or Thursday pro football game, including tonight. And if your bet misses, you'll get up to $25 back in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. And, of course, no more Thursdays. Tonight is the last Monday night game as part of a Super Wild Card Weekend. Uh, how do you feel now? Two years of Super Wild Card Weekend. You prefer it? I don't know. I, I, I said Friday I love it, but then I, I do seeing this matchup that we're going to have next week. I don't, I don't know about it anymore. What do you mean next week? Of the whoever wins this game, oh. right, and the Niners having that two-day rest advantage, basically. I mean, that that's something. One more thing about tonight before we get to the NBA. Another part of your handicap of tonight's game between the Cowboys and the Bucks is was what you saw with the Cowboys real against the Commanders. Because I, I, I've heard some people like, ah, oh, it was vanilla. It was a, yeah, I watched that game. They might have just like decided it to be vanilla after a while because right. they were terrible. Again, here are the drives, first half. These are the Cowboys' drives. Fumble, three and out. Muffed punt, three and out. Pick six, three and out, three and out. They got their second first down at the two-minute warning. Their one touchdown drive. Second half, three and out, three and out, three and out, three and out. Turnover on downs, three and out, three and out. End of game. Is that good? No, not good. Um, I mean, this is what this is what I've this is what I was talking about before last segment. Where I, I think there's look have the have both these teams looked good at points this season? Yeah. To me, there's been more times where they've looked bad in in underperforming than overperforming. And look, I think what you saw last week out of the Cowboys is absolutely real. Truth serum. That's why I'm not. That's why I'm not getting on anybody who's betting on the Bucks this week, right? No. Like I have. I got no horse in this race, I man. I got no you, you horse in this race either. Flip a coin to me. I don't know. Truth serum. You're the Niners. Or you're people who have, you're someone like me who has Niners futures and MVP, Super Bowl MVP tickets. Oh. Who would you rather play? The answer for me is a resounding Tampa Bay. Great question. Give me Tampa. Because, okay. because that defense is going to flummox I the would, goat. I would say Tampa as well. But I don't, I don't know if teams think like this where I feel like Maybe a not. lot of betters are, Gil, where it's, well, that's Tom Brady. It's Tom Brady. And I'd it, much it, rather than play Tom Brady. And it's the only two words they need to hear somehow. It's Tom Brady and they're all in on the Bucks. No, because that Dallas defense, you talk about Brock Purdy, you know, eventually he'll have the clunker. Completely agree. That defense could force the clunker. Completely agree. I don't, it's not happening with Tampa. It's just not. I think that's a great question. But yes, I think I think if you're San Francisco, I would rather face Tampa. Yes. Now the the problem is, does it? That means Tampa was winning this game tonight. Then how impressed are you with Tampa after this game tonight? I don't know. I that but that's another big thing, right? Is even if Tampa looks great tonight, if you've learned anything about this team all year, don't read it too much into one performance or one half or one quarter or one drive by Tom Brady at the end of a game. I'll, I'll be looking forward to betting the against the most fascinating team I can ever remember.
in terms of the the variance of opinions that it engenders. Totally with you. Totally with you. And it, and it felt like it took the entire regular season. The market never budged. For, for the market to adjust the yes. entire regular season. And to me, it's finally right. Maybe at the end it finally budged. Right. All right. MLK Day is known for it being NBA Day. All-day basketball. Kelly, you got some stuff? You know, it's funny, game-wise today, I don't have anything yet. I was actually kind of disappointed in the slate that we have today. A lot of these are uh, some games that we've seen played, matchups that we've seen played in the past couple days, like the first game this morning, Celtics-Hornets. They just played each other the other day. I mean, look, I think that's a great look. Look, Celtics live spot. Um, the two I have circled, Heat uh, Heat against the Hawks. That game is at 1230. I believe that is on TNT. Oh, that's a Kelly Bidlin special, Heat that, and Hawks. That is a Kelly Bidlin special. Hard not to look at the Heat right now, though. They've won two games against Milwaukee uh, over the weekend, and then they did beat Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City, one of the hottest teams in the NBA right now. They beat them on January 10th. Um, that That is the first game I would look at sidewise. That is about... Miami won Pickham uh, right now for a game. Atlanta's still struggling a little bit. This that team's a bit of a disaster. So the Heat, I would say I'm looking at Gil, but as always, you've got to check injury reports with the Miami Heat, and they have about three guys currently listed as questionable. I did just see a tweet come across that Quinn Capella is expected to return for Atlanta tonight, so that's a big deal. Uh, they've really struggled without him uh, defensively and on the board since he's been out. The other game I'm at, I have my eye on is this Pelicans-Cavs game. and want to see where this number moves. No Zion, no Brandon Ingram uh, still for the Pelicans. Herb Jones questionable. Uh, however, they are catching seven, seven and a half points right now in Cleveland. This number keeps going up. I might hop, hop in on the Pelicans side, uh, or they are a side that I will look at live potentially. Um, did want to hit the are those awards markets yes, though? We, please. you and I ended up making bets in, uh, and I'll let you start first. Six man of the year, which I completely. Completely love your bet. Uh, uh, would make it myself if I don't feel like I had three other guys in this market already. <laughs> um, this was the one we talked about. This is this was inspired by that straw poll that we talked about from Mark Medina last week. Yep. Where he took executive, excuse me, a writer from each NBA market, including I think two in New York and LA. Yes. On top of that, so it was a couple extra. Um, but essentially went through every award and took a straw poll. It sort of got ahead of the Tim Bontemps thing. And what we learned with the Sixth Man Award is that Russell Westbrook was nowhere to be found amongst those writers, who, by the way, who do they talk to? They talk to front office people. These are the people who actually vote on the award. Russell Westbrook, nowhere to be found, even though Russell Westbrook is the short shot or is the favorite in the actual betting market at minus 110. Jordan Poole at the time was 5-1. to one. We're showing plus 450 still available at BetMGM. I actually got plus 380 is where I saw him because we didn't have this at MGM here in Nevada. Yep. Uh, I think he's the guy. I think he's the one who's go- who has the most explosive ability of the group and will put up big- the bigger numbers more often than the others and already has done so in some games this year. I think he will continue to do so. That, to me, is the guy. And I just I get I didn't get the best number on it, but I want to have it in pocket. Jordan Poole to be sixth man of the year award, these straw polls matter. And again, we're going to see it in the NFL where I really believe that will be some, some folks are going to be really surprised when Kyle Shanahan is the coach of the year. If we learn anything from the NFL version of this. So that is it. Jordan Poole's sixth man of the year. You bet most improved. Yeah, I did. I, I just stayed in this market though. I, I completely agree. That is, I have bets on Norman Powell. Uh, I have bets on Christian Wood. 
like like who I would still take a piece of. I think he's he's about a hundred to one or more than more right now. Um, like the guys, the, the guys averaging over eighteen points a game has what over eight point four rebounds a game, shooting incredibly well from three this year. Uh, that's a guy I would look at in that market too. You could do a little little sprinkle on a long shot in that market. I don't think it would be a bad bet. Jordan Poole, absolutely the guy to bet. Most improved. I did finally pull the trigger on Shea Gilgis Alexander. Was yeah. waiting for price to come down a bit on him and or the season shortened, right? Because that's where you're always a lot of a lot of times when you're betting these award bets, you could get burnt if a guy gets hurt or something like that. So if you're if you're in a spot like I was with this bet, I was kind of I kind of had this circled for two, three weeks. There's just no reason to bet it at minus one sixty, one seventy. Was still so much season left. On Friday afternoon, I found a plus price here in town. I don't even remember what I got at plus one hundred five or something like that. I think is what I bet. I put I, I ran and bet that as soon as I saw it. Gil, this uh, right now, SGA. We talk about this all the time with the most improved player formula. He fits it to a T. Yeah. Am I not? Am I saying Larry Morgan does not deserve to be in this uh, in this race? No, he absolutely does. He has been fantastic for the Jazz. Um, I think SGA fits that formula a little bit better. Of the hey, he was kind of a star last year. Now he's really coming into his own. And right now we're talking about the fourth leading scorer in the NBA, averaging over thirty points per game. He is electric every time he hits the court. If this guy finishes finishes the season averaging over 30 points per game, I don't think there is any doubt that he wins this award. And Morgan is really the only other only other guy that I think gives him any kind of competition, especially since Tyrese Halliburton has gone out injured. So I, I like this play. If you find it at plus money, I think it is a great bet to make right now. Your, your point that you made there, though, has to be emphasized again, which is the way that our brains process the phrase most improved – for whatever reason, we're wired to go to someone who is from relative oblivion. Again, not those of us who necessarily follow the league, but the average fan, your average fan Joe friend, wouldn't really know who Laurie Markinen is. And even though he is technically the most improved, made the biggest jump, that's not how this award has been voted on through history. It's always gone, as Kelly said, from someone who is relatively known and is good already to someone who just takes it up and is now great. So not from oblivion to good, but from good to great, and that's why Shea Gilgis is the better bet than uh, Laurie Markinen, if history is any guide. Chrissy Andrews on the other side. Makeshift, guessing lines, divisional round on the other side. Numbers game, VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 